We watched Voices of Fire. We're going to get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Andrea. And I am your other host, Seth. And in case you're wondering, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. We are not here to try to get you saved, and we're not trying to tick you off, but either of those could happen, and if they do, we would love to hear about it. Absolutely. This is a podcast for Christians by Christians, but you definitely don't need to believe to belong. Seth, how's your heart? Oh, I'm going to tell you, it feels weird. Uh, We kind of decided to do this on the fly. I was not prepared. And uh, it, it, it feels, feels funny, doesn't it? It, it does. It does. Uh, I don't know that I love uh, being asked how my heart is uh, right mm-hmm. off the top at the top of the show. It's a little, it's a little jarring, isn't it? It it's is for me bit, every single week. It's a little bit jarring. Let me tell you how my heart is, though, for real. Um, tell me. A buddy of mine texted me um, today. To, we're recording on on Friday. Right. So um, because we're not going to record on Thanksgiving because we got family and food. Well, mostly food. Yeah, we got stuffing. A Uh, lot of food. Yeah, a lot of food. And a buddy of mine texts me and uh, we've been kind of like uh, trying to encourage each other to to get healthy, maybe lose a little bit of weight, do that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, we're not like putting it out there for everybody. It's just kind of him and me just kind of, you know, we're just making just, you know. Right. Encouraging one another. Sure. Pushing each other along. Yeah. And he sends me a text. He goes, hey, man, how's the weight loss thing going this week? And I was like, hey, man, uh, screw you for asking me about that the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's the no. Listen, Thursday and Friday no. are off limits. Yeah. Those are not diet days. They no. just aren't. No. I, I told Julie's like, I'm not even going to try to keep track of what I'm eating today. She goes, no, no, it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. How, how was your how was your Thanksgiving, Andrea? And how's your heart? You know. It was my 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 heart's good. I did not have anyone asking me about weight loss this week. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving was great. We we had we we did have a small family get together, just my brothers and their families. Um, there were I think eleven of us total, twelve if you count the dog. So I know that's a little over the COVID guidelines, but the dog's got to go home. Been, the dog's got to go. No, Gidget can stay. I can tell you some other people that could go, but Gidget can stay. Um, <laughs> it, honestly, this dog is the cutest little miniature sh- uh, shih tzu. Yeah, I always feel funny saying that word. And it is, is he, she's so cute and she loves me. And I just, I kind of want to steal her from my brother oh. Anthony, but I won't. I'm sorry, what kind of dog listening. is it? Uh, it's a shih tzu. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. gonna interesting let me ask you something yeah because guess what we had guess what we had at thanksgiving dinner stuffing this year <laughs> no 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 side salad we had <laughs> cornbread dressing and i made Ooh. it and it was delicious uh we had mac and cheese my sister-in-law brought mac and cheese okay what thanksgiving mac and cheese or blue box thanks no no thanksgiving mac and cheese oh, wow. like okay, it had gruyere great. and panko bread topping and all i mean it was delicious and you know we i told you last week we never have that so did you have anything this year that is off your normal menu or did you stick to your basics well okay so (laughs) (laughs) you know i saw i saw one one person uh you know kind of go off on facebook about like don't send me pictures of your food 
let, let's send pictures of family on, on Thanksgiving. You know, like nobody wants to see your food. We want to see like your family. And um, okay. no, I want to see your food. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, listen, some people don't get to be with their family on Thanksgiving. Some people, you know, um, some people have made, made difficult choices. Um, other people had choices made for them where they couldn't Mm -hmm. be around their family. And, uh, and so all I had was the food. So I I smoked a turkey. Uh, well, well, I smoked a turkey breast because listen, if you're not going to have a hundred million people, you don't need a full 30 pound turkey. Absolutely. Um, so I did that and I and smoked a ham as well. But we tried to just keep it easy because it was just going to be the four of us. And so Julie, just like a boss, went to Costco and got like a big tray of mashed potatoes, a big tray of uh, sweet potatoes. And then we just kind of dressed them up at, at, at home. Uh, so yeah. we didn't have to like do a bunch of mashing and everything. It was like the most laid back like ever. We, uh, yeah. we, went, we went for a little walk after, um, uh, you know, around the neighborhood and, uh, and then I took a nap and then I watched the Cowboys get eviscerated. Um, oh my word. It like, there should have, that should have been labeled TVMA for the amount of bloodshed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was, yes. it was real bad. But other than that, like I didn't have anything that was kind of crazy and it was kind of chill and, and I'm okay yeah. with it. We'll, we'll get something crazy next year. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. it'll be fine. It'll yeah. be good. Yeah, so, you know, Thanksgiving was, it was, we, we were totally normal. We did a turkey. Typically, my mom and I, I'm not a big fan of turkey. Mm-hmm. And so we like to do a chicken. I just prefer chicken meat. But we did a turkey this year because that's what my dad wanted. So we did turkey and ham, all the normal stuff. And then we added mac and cheese. And it was it was a good thing. It was good. That's, that's um, great. Yeah, I will say. So now Thanksgiving is, is past. It is uh-huh. behind us. And we are looking toward Christmas. Yeah. And I found an article this week that said gift ideas for each Enneagram type. We, we won't read the whole article. If you want to read it, we'll, we'll link it in the show notes. But I thought, I thought we'd talk about our types. No? Okay, our types. No, you're looking at me because I don't know that I'll link it. I'll probably forget. There's all the time. Oh, <laughs> times where I'm like, we'll link it. Maybe I'll. Hit maybe us I'll. up. Include it. Well, yeah, we'll, whatever. We'll see what happens. You can well, go find. Just Google it. Google it, guys. <laughs> Google it. Guys. Jeez, <laughs> it's the internet. The it's Google's out there. there for. <laughs> so okay, so you're type three, right? The achiever. that's correct. That's correct. Yeah. So this says now I read mine and I I don't feel like mine was a hundred percent correct, but they did have certain aspects that were right. I want to know what you think about this one for your type. Okay. So it says the gift philosophy, gifts are practical means to a goal achieving end. Yes. <laughs> Is that correct? That's correct. You always always have a goal in mind. Yeah, um, no, absolutely, absolutely. And it could be the goal is uh, seeing my kids happiness. It could be that right. uh, it's an educational gift. So I want to see them like, actually like put it to use and, 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 mm-hmm. You know, something along those lines. Uh, it could be a gift for my wife, and there could be another goal in mind. I mean, there's always goals in mind. Yeah, for sure. Something, right. right. So as a gift giver, you put thoughtfulness into the gifts you give. You want your people to have the perfect gift uh, that demonstrates how well you know them and their goals. But sometimes Correct. in your quest for efficiency, you fail to notice those around you, so it's hard to decipher what your gift recipient might truly enjoy. Yes, is that true? 
Yes, th- this is true. This is why like <laughs> buying gifts for like my team at work is always really difficult because yeah. um, when you have like six different people that work for you, you have six different personality types also. And so right. you can't like get one person one thing and then get somebody else something else. And then they'll be like, well, why did I not get, you know, that whole. Yeah. So like I just end up buying everybody like like meat from <laughs> Omaha Steaks. <laughs> By the way, meat has a great goal at the end of eating it. Cult, so. Yeah, food. Yeah, I want. I yeah. mean, can't be can't be mad about that. Can't be mad about it at all. <laughs> all right. So, so, what should if somebody wanted to get me a gift? What should they get me? Yeah. Okay. So, three approved gift ideas include uh, gift cards that help your uh, number three accomplish a goal. For example, if they're training for a marathon. Uh, money to buy new shoes or gear, which, oh, I, you know, I like that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Gift yeah. cards are not bad. Uh, money with a note sharing that the gift is for something specific. Um, a handwritten note of love and encouragement. Although I feel like they put that on every single one of these. And I think that's probably because, you know, a handwritten note is free. Um, yeah. And they just want to. <laughs> um, and then or gift cards for stores that you uh, you okay. know that your three loves. So, so. <laughs> Gifts for me are not, it's not don't think about what I want and get me that gift. It is get me the means to get my own gift. Right, exactly. (laughs) This is 100% accurate. I need some new, (laughs) I need some new running shoes. Please do not show up with running shoes. No. Don't do that. You you know what you want. 100%. And, And here's the other thing. Usually, I'll just go get it. Like, the quickest mm-hmm. end to a goal is to like just go accomplish the goal. So if I need new running shoes, I'm not going to wait till Christmas. I'm going to go get running shoes. Right. That's what I'm going to do. Exactly. The achiever. They like to achieve. Like, yeah. Immediately. Yeah. So <laughs> they don't want to wait. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes my goal, uh, the goal that I'm trying to achieve is actually like letting someone else feel like they got me something. So it's like, right. I won't get that so that they can get it for me. Exactly. But please also give me a receipt. (laughs) (laughs) So that I can return it. Absolutely. Okay. So they were, they were pretty right on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, No, no's for a three, uh, don't buy clothing or home decor. Uh, Your three knows their sense of style. So please don't mess with their mojo. Yes. Um, Impractical gifts. Don't, don't get those for a three. Threes love efficiency, not clutter. So if there's a way to combine his interest or hobbies into something that's a useful item, then that's better. Yeah, a- absolutely. It's got and it's got to serve dual purposes, right? Like behind right. me is all my Rubik's cubes and it's decoration, but it also like it's multiple things. Like that was one of the best gifts my my kids ever gave me is a box mm-hmm. full of different kinds of Rubik's cubes, and I could like do that. Um, yeah, clothes. My wife is allowed to buy me clothes. Because I only care if she thinks I look good and if I think I look good and she typically doesn't steer me wrong. Everyone else, I'm like, please just get me a gift card and here's the stores I like. Yes. Here's where I buy my clothes. And just give me a gift card and I will go pick out my own. Absolutely. Okay. They they nailed me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What about you? What what is the gift giving philosophy for, for a two? Okay, so the gift philosophy for a two is you love, 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 love giving gifts, but become anxious believing your gift may not be meaningful enough. 
there there is some truth in that. I do I do love giving gifts. I I overthink it sometimes, yeah. and so then I end up talking myself out of a gift, and I feel like I kind of uh, end up like phoning it in, you know, mm-hmm. because because I'm. I've overthought it. So th- there there is some there is some truth there. Um basically it's <laughs> it's said that twos are it's a mixed bag. So they they like giving gifts, but receiving gifts is a challenge. It is very hard for me to receive gifts. That that's yeah. true. Um it says more than any other type twos have a hard time sharing what they'd like to receive, which which is true. It, so. it says that I want I want people to know what to get me. Without right. me having don't, to say it, <laughs> but exactly right. Don't don't say, "Hey, what what right. do you want?" Yeah, okay, yeah. I I understand. So under the approved gift ideas for twos, uh, there were a couple of them that were especially true for me. Okay, <laughs> a thought a thoughtful letter telling your two how much she means to you that that is absolutely uh-huh. true. Words of affirmation is one of my love languages, and I don't Got know it. if that's true of a lot of twos. Or if that's like just a rare combination for me, but I I do like hearing that what I do and and when I try to help and when I'm trying to make your life easier, hearing that makes me feel good. I don't always know how to respond to it, but I do like hearing it. It makes me feel like I'm seen and not just a worker bee. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and then the last one, quality time where the other person plans all the details and your two can just show up and be spoiled. I tend to find myself in the planner role. Yeah. So I'm always the one making all the decisions. And sometimes I just don't want to. I just yeah. don't want to make a decision. I just, just tell me where to go and I'll be there. And you decide where we're eating, what we're doing, all of that stuff. That just sounds wonderful to me. So... You know they they were they were right. It it says don't ask a two what she would like. It hurts her heart that you're not paying attention to her life. That's not necessarily true. It doesn't necessarily hurt my heart. I just don't know how to answer. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. Okay, because I'm like you. If I want something, I typically just go buy it. There's not anything that I'm like just dying to receive. Right. You know what I mean? So absolutely anyway. okay. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Julie found something for you that we're going to give you from, from us to you for Christmas. You don't have to give oh. either one of us anything, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, Oh yeah, that's Andrea. And that's what you want. Like a two wants like, Oh, Andrea will love yes. that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, uh, that's good. Okay. That makes me 100%. think about, uh, that makes me think about eights. Can we hit, can we hit the eight real quick? Uh, cause I want to yeah. see if this is right. about <laughs> I actually had planned on hitting an eight because okay. uh, your wife is an eight, even though she yeah. chooses to, uh, say that that's yeah it's all hooey but let's right it's all hooey let's see if i if i think that this is accurate we're spending way more time on this than i was expecting but i love this let's do it i know it's fun it's i thought it was fun when i read through it so type eight is the challenger gift philosophy you love giving more than receiving which i absolutely believe is true yes for julie 100 percent. yeah um type eights love giving gifts but have a hard time receiving them as a gift giver Type, uh, eights fi- uh, find that one great gift that shows the other person how much you respect them is a joy. In fact, you much prefer giving gifts than, than getting them. As a gift receiver, you prefer that people give you a purposeful gift you've requested because you've done your research and are particular about what you get. 
when you open a present, you may worry that you're not showing the right amount of gratitude. Also, as an eight, (laughs) you don't care so much about the novelty of gift giving or material goods. So receiving gifts feels awkward. Oh, my word. Did she write this about herself? Oh, my gosh. This is, let me tell you what happened um, today. (laughs) This happened today. I don't mean that it happened some other time. I mean, it happened today. Today. In the last 12 hours, probably. Yes. Um, so Julie comes into the kitchen uh, where I, I was making something. It doesn't matter. I was about to give you an Andrea detail. It doesn't matter. So Julie comes up to me in the kitchen and right. she goes. It's true. So here's the deal. There's three things that I want for Christmas. I don't want to tell you what they are. Because I want you to be able to like get them for me so that I'm surprised because I know that I'm never surprised by a Christmas present. But also <laughs> these this is what I want. And I and I said, okay, great. <laughs> I pull out my phone and I open the notes section. And she says, I want this. And I look at it's already in my notes. I, I'm doing good. Nice. Good I job. want this already in my notes. Two for two. Two for two. And then she says, and I want something else that is um, a little bit more expensive. And I was like, well, I've got something on here that you haven't said that is expensive. So Mm -hmm. I can switch out. I don't want to get you something that you've said before that you want that you're not really thinking about for Christmas. Like, you know, just tell me what what it is. And then she shows me the picture of what it is. And I put it in my notes and I go, okay, thanks. Now it's done. Like it's, here's the thing because I told her, I told her earlier in the week, I was like the worst thing in the world for Julie. Mm -hmm. Like I told her, I was like the worst thing in the world for for Julie is when she opens a gift and goes, Oh, it's so close. It's so (laughs) close to what I wanted. (laughs) It's, it, it's the pair of boots that I wanted, but it's the wrong color. It's the right. shirt that I wanted, but it's the wrong size. Now what you've done is that you have given me a task to go get your job right. I don't need that. Just oh, get it right no. in the first place. <laughs> like she appreciates the gift that she's that she's getting. Right. Right. But absolutely. Like, I mean, her sister even told her, like, you always get what you want for every every holiday. She goes, because I tell people what I want. This is what I want. Go get it. I, I want it these clothes. <laughs> I want these clothes. It's on this mannequin. I want everything on the mannequin. This is my size. Buy it and go. It's super easy. <laughs> so funny. So funny. The The number one no-no for buying an eight a gift says, please don't surprise an eight. A hundred percent. They've researched don't. and know exactly what they want. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do not, do not surprise an eight. Absolutely. Nope. Um. Nope. Yeah. Don't that's go out fantastic. on the limb. Don't think, hey, maybe this will work this time. No, it probably won't. It, so there nope, you have it. It sure won't. Okay. If you want to look this up, I will do my best to put a uh, a link into the show <laughs> notes about this. And you can uh, hit us up at Dropping Sunday um, yeah. or, uh, or or personally at, at our at our handles and, and let us know if, uh, if that's accurate. So I'm guessing that was on Relevant. Relevant always has those Enneagram articles. They do. They always yeah. come through for us. They always have that's things fantastic. for us to, to talk about. That, that's fantastic. One thing that I uh, I was perusing on Enneagram and I saw um, this thing called Inside TikTok's Wild COVID-19 Vaccine as a perse- Christian persecution meme. Ha- okay. That's a lot there. Okay. There's uh, a so lot happening with that headline. <laughs> 
apparently, um, apparently there's a conspiracy theory going out. And you know, I love conspiracy theories just in general. I, I really, really do. QAnon's <laughs> um, your favorite website to peruse. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Um, here, here's what I need to tell people. Um, this is not a science class, so I'm not going to get into what messenger RNA actually does. But I, I do want to let you know, um, there are there there are not uh, RFID trackers in any vaccine. I just want to put that out there. They they cannot track you from from a vaccine. It is not the mark of the beast. It is it it is not uh, the mark of the beast. Will be implanted either in your hand or in your forehead. Uh, so says the Bible. Uh, by the way, the, R, the 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 mark of the beast exists. RFID chips being implanted in people, it happens. It it, yeah. it absolutely does. Um, there there's uh, there's chips that go in your hand, uh, kind of like right here in between your thumb mm-hmm. and your finger, and right there. Part, yeah, yeah, and that little meaty part. So so there's a thing. Um, I'm not saying that that the technology isn't there. I'm not saying that the technology uh, isn't going to be used uh, as uh, end times prophecy has 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 said as uh, as a way to pay for everything and one global economy and everything else like that. I completely agree with that. We're going to a cashless society. It's going to be super easy. Everything's going to listen. I am on board with that conspiracy theory. What I'm saying is, is that nanotechnology does not exist. You've watched too many GI Joe movies. It doesn't <laughs> work. And so just, just understand that like, like when you watch uh, Iron Man's suit come on him uh, from the nanotech, uh, that doesn't exist in a wide enough scale to be able to infect all these people. This is, this right. wasn't, yeah. So just please uh, believers. I, and by the way, I'm not saying you have to get the vaccine. If if no. you feel like you don't want to get the vaccine, nobody's gonna don't do it. Well, somebody might eventually force you to get the vaccine. But I'm saying like, don't don't freak out about it. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. Right. Um. But uh, but but also you can feel safe that it doesn't have the uh, the mark of the beast and RFID chips in it. So you, you know how they're tracking you by your um, phone. By your phone. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're, you're already being tracked. <laughs> they have more information on you from your smartphone than they're going to get if you get this vaccine or not. I'm just so saying. Chi- the Chinese hackers can actually, like, any phone, they can just log into your phone and turn on your microphone and listen to what you're saying. <laughs> That's something that happens. <laughs> they're already listening. Listen, I know, I know you have decade. said things and ads yeah. for it popped up on Facebook. I know that it, I know that that's happened to you because it's happened to me. Yeah. It just happens. Listen, they're listening. They're already listening. Just watch your language and move on with your life. A hundred percent. I'm just saying. What else you got? You have anything else going on? Well, uh, speaking of the pandemic, I saw this headline that said Sean, which we all know is the leader of these. I don't even, what are they calling them? I don't even know what they're calling these events. These worship freedom rallies, America, Jesus, but in that order, let let us worship campaigns. He was, he was a worship leader at Bethel at one point. He was running for the Senate, I think in California, maybe or the house, something curly hair, curly, long curly hair. Um, he, so somebody, (laughs) somebody in the news, called his event a super spreader event which as we all know is what they call events 
that yeah. spread COVID-19, you spread mean the th- virus. You mean Thanksgiving? <laughs> At Thanksgiving, uh, weddings, <laughs> um, yeah. all sorts of events. Yeah. So he's, which he's been holding these outdoor concerts uh, in protest slash worship slash whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so some somebody on the news called <laughs> called it a super spreader event, and so he he created a shirt that said uh, "Jesus Christ Super Spreader" instead of "Jesus Christ Superstar," which, as you know, is a uh, Broadway musical. Yeah, I do know that. So he, and um, <laughs> okay, I want to give credit where credits due. Clever, yeah, clever, clever. It sure. is clever. Yeah, it, it it said that uh, the headline did not appear to be intended as a compliment, which, duh, I'm pretty sure it was not intended no, to be no. as a compliment. But he uh, has found a way to spin it as a bit of a trolley merch and says that he will now be selling T-shirts with the title. Um, so anyway, there you have it. Okay, so speaking <laughs> of music, well, here we there go. You go. The here a- we go. The AMAs were last week. Yeah. And uh, your your girl Lauren Daigle, who I know you're you, you're a huge fan of and love, big big fan. Yep, big um, fan. she won for best artist adult inspirational. I guess that's what they call like their. Um, I don't even want to call it Christian. Like it's you know because <laughs> whatever. Inspirational. Yeah. I right. Mean, um, but my biggest thing was the uh, my biggest takeaway from the AMAs was the performance by Katy Perry. Uh, where okay. with the uh, she was accompanied by Darius Rucker, uh, also known as Hootie, if you're from Hootie right. and the Blowfish, yeah. Um, but <laughs> can I play for you how she actually started the song? Yeah, yeah. Let me hear it. And then from there, uh, Darius Rucker starts playing the the guitar, and they kind of go into their thing. So that's totally random. I mean, this is from the California girl. You know what I'm saying? This is from well, I kissed a girl. Grew, and I she's a it. pastor's kid. Of course she is. Uh, of course she is. It, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that she knows that song, but uh, it's a why? Like why? Why? Why, why did she sing that? I mean. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know much about the song Only Love that she actually did perform, but um, that song is like, I mean, it uses the old English of like the, you know what I'm saying? It's you. Mm-hmm. It's based on scripture. She knew what she was doing. I don't think that she was trying yeah. to co-op a Christian song for like take a Jesus song and make it a love song. But I, I mean, right. I think I think it's just straight up Jesus song. I could have been. I don't know. That was kind of crazy. Interesting. That is totally crazy. Yeah. She she sounded great. Yeah. She Spe- really did. I'm glad you mentioned something about singing great because that transitions us wonderfully into <laughs> our our topic for today. Uh, yes. Voices of fire. 
My goodness. <laughs> There's a lot happening. There is so much happening. So, um, <laughs> so you know, we were kind of talking back and forth about different things. We had something else planned for this week. Yeah, and, we, we were talking about something else. And I'm, uh, I'm honestly, I'm trying to find Survivor for uh, Jill. My, all of a sudden, Jill loves Survivor. Like she watched one season, and she's like, "That's so this funny. is the coolest show," you know. <laughs> She loves like all the like the politics and the backstabbing and all the other stuff, you know. <laughs> and the voting, voting out. Is that the one where they vote them out? Yeah, yeah. yeah they they, yeah. they do the blind voting. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I see this thing called Voices of Fire, and it kind of looked like maybe a church choir. And uh, mm-hmm. and so I just kind of started the first episode just to see like what what is it that uh, what is it that I'm looking at, and this is what I see. Right. I've always had a dream to take gospel music to another dimension and produce something like the nation has never seen before. Would you sing for us? Give me a second. It's okay. All right. At last. And I was done. I was like, okay, there's shots of somebody at a church, like, yeah. right, right? There's somebody at a church singing, and there's a panel of judges, and one of those judges is Pharrell, like the guy who wrote Happy. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I was just like, uh, I think we need to watch this. If this is we, a gospel we, we choir thing, we, we, yeah. let, let's just try it out. Let's watch a couple episodes and see what happens. It's a total of six episodes. And I was thinking, let's watch all six. Uh huh. And you started watching, and you're like, we need to just stop at three. <laughs> and I was like, yes, ma'am. So we're going to break this we, up. Into, we need to make this two episodes because there's a lot happening in the first three. There's, there's so much going on here. And not, and by the way, not bad. I am loving this show. This show is giving me life right now. <laughs> so much. Listen, I, I had to make myself stop. At episode three, because I knew if I kept watching, I would want to talk about what happens yeah. in episode four, five, and six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I made myself stop before we recorded. But guess what I'm watching tonight when yeah. we get done recording? Oh, 100%. I'm going to watch the next episode because yeah. I have to know what happens. Yes. Um. So tell me a little bit about like this. It, I guess it's like, I don't know if it's a, it's not really a competition show. You know what I'm saying? It's not that. It's more of a reality type of thing that's happening. Yeah, so I guess that, okay, so Pharrell Williams, that we, we all know from the song Happy, which was, it was in Despicable Me, right? Is that the that the movie that it was so popular in? Yeah, and he actually did all the music for Despicable Me, for all, okay. three, all four movies, I think. Yeah, so his uncle is a bishop at a church in Virginia. Yeah. His name is, uh, his uncle's name is Ezekiel Williams. And he had this dream to build the world's best, most inspirational gospel choir, which, listen, I'm here for it. I am here for it. And so somehow Pharrell like got on board and they created this reality show where they had thousands of applicants send in videos and they narrowed it down to a few hundred and they're going to narrow it down even more to like 75 of the best voices yeah. to create a gospel choir. Yeah. 
And so he's uh, he's asked for a couple of people to help him out in the judging process. One of them is mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Reddick, who is like a pretty well-renowned um, choir director. Um, and and he, he's kind of known for being able to get the sound that he needs uh, out of out of who he needs. Right. So then you also have Peggy Britt, who is a vocal coach, also has kind of some of her own music. And then you have the the minister of music for the church. Marcus somebody. Marcus, yeah. So so yeah. here so you have Peggy, <clears throat> you have Marcus, and you have um the guy Patrick. that I Patrick. There you go. Patrick, Marcus, <laughs> and Peggy. I should write these down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so absolutely. <laughs> so um so you have and 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 then you have just all these amazing singers coming in. Yeah. And so the first three episodes are coming out of nowhere, Virginia. They're like all from like around Virginia. All from from Virginia, yeah. So, uh, my suggestion is first of all, like watch this show. Like, like let's just stop there. Like watch Mm -hmm. this show. But like you can hear the rest of us talking about it. We won't give away too much because you have to hear it. We're not going to play every audition, but you have to hear these voices, right? Yeah, you, you you need to go and so. Here, here's the problem. When, when you suggested this, and I, I first pulled it up, I don't, I don't listen. I don't, I don't watch American Idol. Yeah, I used to watch The Voice some because I liked it better than American Idol. When it, I, I think I watched the first couple of seasons of American Idol back in the day, but I don't enjoy singing competition shows. Tell me why not? Because. There, I feel secondhand embarrassment <laughs> uh-huh. for the people that are on there and, and shouldn't be, should not be on there. I feel secondhand embarrassment. And I mean, that's the main reason. Like, I just, I don't, I don't like to sit there <laughs> and listen. I remember to this day when I was watching the first season of American Idol and somebody saying, and Simon Cowell, who's obviously just so mean said to this girl he asked her do you have a vocal coach and she's like yes and he goes i remember this this is like what 20 years almost 20 years later and he goes you should go home you should find a lawyer and you should sue that vocal because <laughs> she was so terrible the second hand the second hand embarrassment watching that and like feeling what she probably was feeling when he said that to her. Oh so I gosh. don't like, I don't like singing competitions, you know, and Julie, I just don't Julie's kind of the same way. And the fact that like, she won't watch the first episodes. Like mm-hmm. she, she's like, I don't care about getting to know any of these people. I want to know how good they are. Like, right. <laughs> you know? So I just, I want to listen to them in like episode five. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so this kind of jumps like they don't have bad singers on this. Like they there was already video auditions sent in. So this is all just right. like like how good are you in the room? And so yeah. um and so I this for me I was like this is like American Idol but for a gospel choir where mm-hmm. it's pretty low stakes. I mean it's not there's nobody else voting you in. It's just do these yeah. people think that you'll be part of a choir? Just these people, yeah. And so, um, and so also, it, you, you and I have are, are have both sung in choir, so we yeah. can say this. There is a difference between 
what makes a good soloist and what makes a good choir voice. You can be a good choir voice and not, and they even talk about this, and not be a soloist. Yeah. You can have what it takes to, to lay that foundation of a good choir. Yeah, that, that's And not me. necessarily be the one to have a microphone sure. in your hand. Sure, that, that's me, for sure. I'm, you can I mean... Look, I mean, but legit, that's me. I'm not a good soloist. Uh, I'm. I know. I know where my strengths are, but I can. I can sit in a section, and I can. I can get on a microphone in a section, and and help you out. I can do that. Yeah. Um. You know. I think we've talked about my skill set is not my vocal ability. It's my. It's. It's. You know. Being is being a worship leader. That's a different thing. That's a different skill set yeah. altogether. Um. But yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a vocalist. Anytime. Anytime anybody asks me to be a vocal. Uh, a, a soloist. I'm like. Um. I'm going to let you hear me do this and then I'm going to give you permission to like have me not do it and I'll be okay we'll when you tell it. me no. Yeah. We'll talk I'll, about it. We'll we'll sing and then we'll talk about it and we'll figure out where we land. I mean, <laughs> right? I feel like I feel like that's okay. Yeah, um, that's fine. In in <laughs> you know, we we've done an ensemble you and I together and mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, here here you go, Brent, like before I sing it with Andrea." I want you to hear me do it so that you can tell me that you don't want me to sing it because it's I'm, I'll be embarrassed once I sing it with Andre and then I don't <laughs> sing it again. And he's like, no, it'll be fine. And I'm like, OK, well, then you'll just have to embarrass me because it's not going to be fine. No, uh, it was good. No, well, because you because of you. I mean, let's be no, honest. Let's no. be honest. Anyway, no. um, this compliment sandwich has got to end some point so it, we'll, we, we'll, we got to talk about the show let's yeah. move on to this so have you ever had to um, um let's let's actually ask the question right like not mm-hmm. all choirs are audition choirs a, a lot of choirs are right. do you love the lord do you love to sing come on and sing you know yeah um have have you ever had to like audition for a choir for an ensemble well, i did so when i went to brownsville uh, when I went to the school, I auditioned to sing on a worship team. Okay. My first semester. And honestly, I remember being so nervous, but I do not remember what I sang because I don't think that I had to sing. Like, I don't think I had to prepare something and show up and sing it. I think, like, we showed up and we just, they handed, like, a group of us a mic. You know, each of us had mics and we just, we just sang. And yeah. I had been singing in worship teams for you know, since I was 10. And so I was able to, to find a harmony and, and sing it just fine. But that's the only time that I can remember. Cause I didn't sing in choir in high school. I played, I was in the band. Okay. So I, what did you when play I was in band? High, I played French horn. I did not know that. Yeah. About, did I know I that? I played French horn. Maybe I um, I don't know if we ever talked about it. I played it for seven and a half years. I played, I played French horn. Does Julie know that? Did you know that Julie played French horn in marching band? I don't think I did. I don't think we've that? ever talked about that. How about How that? Funny. Wow, we're so so much nerds. Okay, yeah, um, we totally are. Sorry, guys, <laughs> we nerded out for a second. My so bad. let me ask you a question. When when you auditioned, mm-hmm. uh, I know you said you can't remember the song, but I'm going to name a couple songs uh, that apparently you have to audition with, and you tell me if it was one of those. Uh, was it uh, "Blessed Assurance"? Uh, no, it was not that one. Was it "Rise"? But a lot Up? of people use that one. Was no. it "Rise"? <laughs> That song wasn't what? even written. <laughs> was it "At Last" by Etta James? Because apparently that no. gets, that got used a bunch. 
was it I need thee? I need thee. <laughs> Amazing Grace. Um, like those were the only five songs that we heard. <laughs> and then there was one random guy who sang Go Tell It on the Mountain. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, he sang well, it wrong. He got the lyrics wrong. Well, okay. That's the other thing. One girl sang for every mountain, but they cut it to where yeah. it was like, you, those aren't the lyrics. <laughs> I need so many wonderful blessings. I got to hear that line. I got to hear those 30 second <laughs> notes. So many wonderful blessings. That's what I need to hear. I didn't get that. We didn't. And he's uh, saying, uh, the, uh, his name is Jordan, by the way. Jordan, I remember his name, saying, uh, go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is Lord, which he is, but he was also born. Yeah. And since go tell it is a Christmas song, well, I'm pretty sure the line is. You know what? Maybe maybe his church has redeemed that song to be uh, beyond just the Christmas times. And, well, they uh, shouldn't, so. <laughs> <laughs> that church's opinions are trash, Is I think is what Andrea <laughs> is trying to say i wouldn't say that but that's what andrea said um i mean listen. well i remember having to audition for a choir in college um that uh well i mean and i'm not talking about like high school choir you had to audition to get into like whatever groups um i'm sure i did something i, I was in a i was in an ensemble in high school mm-hmm. and uh and i'm sure i did some sort of jesus song because that's what we do i guess um <laughs> you know when you're a youth group kid, i guess yeah when you're a youth group kid and you wear like t-shirts that have like uh <laughs> jesus instead of reese's you know what i'm saying you know what i'm talking about um yes i do yeah uh <laughs> instead of mountain dew it says master's crew you know i mean that whole thing i mean we can just keep going um <laughs> but you know i'm sure that's what i did um but in college, it was like a like a full on like panel. You know, you had to go mm-hmm. and and sing something. And then uh, because it was a, a for a, a Christian organization, a Christian you know Christian choir, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you had to go for a spiritual life interview, and oh. had to had to sit down oh. with like the chaplain, the choir chaplain, and a couple of other people on the spiritual life committee for the the choir and. They asked you questions to make sure that you like love Jesus or whatever, because yeah. otherwise it gets real awkward, um, you know. So, uh, so yeah, that <laughs> so that that was a lot of fun. Uh, I I never really auditioned for any of the other groups at school, simply because, um, like, if people found out that you're like auditioning for multiple multiple choirs, then you kind of don't get into any of them. You kind of say, "This is the one I want to be in, and I'm putting all my eggs in this basket." Uh, yeah. Otherwise, otherwise you don't get in. So unless you're really, really good. And but I, I wasn't good enough to make that happen. So do, do you remember what you what song you auditioned with? I want to say um, maybe farther on by Russ Taff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is I, not what I was expecting, but okay. I mean, I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just trying to think of what cassette I might have had at the time. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe that I don't I honestly couldn't tell you at this point. I really couldn't. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. I, Lord, I lift your name on high. I doubt, I mean, I doubt it would have been that. But I mean, <laughs> that's a good option. Yeah. Was uh, it unless, at last by Ed <laughs> <laughs> Last. Yeah. <laughs> 
Maybe First Love by Petra. I don't know. Oh, um, man. Petra. Awesome, awesome God, Rich Mullins version. I don't know. Could have been, could have been any of these. Uh, any of those. I, I wasn't all hip to the new music at the time. So let, let me ask you a question. If you were auditioning for Voices of Fire today, Ooh. what song would you, would you audition with? Oh, my goodness. Um, it would be uh, Lord, I Praise You. Okay. I think I, if I'm going for Voices of Fire, right? Like I'm, right. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to get, have something that has some gospel uh, uh-huh. to it. But uh, the, the line of uh, when the sun says I won't rise and dark skies, mm-hmm. uh, dark clouds fill my, fill skies. my skies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that Lord, just know that I will always give you praise has always hit me on a, on a molecular level. You know, it gets yeah. me down 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 in my in my heart and so i feel like i could probably sell that you know mm-hmm. more than right. more than anything um you know but i don't know that that's just that's knee jerk reaction give me a month to think about it like these guys had and i'd probably come up with something else yeah you probably changed it a few times yeah yeah what about you what would you sing if you auditioned for voices of fire oh if i were auditioning today yeah I would sing His Eyes on the Sparrow. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah. I pri- in fact, <clears throat> in fact, after watching this show, you kind of worked way up to a my version. House, yeah, on my way to my parents' <laughs> house yesterday in the car, I practiced my <laughs> version of His Eyes on the Sparrow. Okay. So, yeah, um, I just sing it in the car. I'm not going to sing it for you now, but no, I sing no, it in I the mean, car. Listen, we our fans everywhere right now are clamoring for a, just a quick little Andrea version of. Nope. All right, cool. Um, Not gonna happen. Are is it all at all inspired by uh, Lauren Hill's version oh. in Sister Act Two? Absolutely. Isn't every version? Isn't every rendition of His Eyes on the Sparrow inspired by Lauren Hill singing it in Sister Act Two? If it's not. Then you're not doing it right. No, but of no. course it is. Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay. That's fair <laughs> enough. That's fair enough. Okay. So um, <laughs> let's talk about favorites from the first three episodes. Uh, okay. And then we can maybe talk about uh, maybe people that we aren't, weren't so excited to see. Um, yeah. Actually, let's talk about people we weren't so excited to see first <laughs> because I'm a glutton for punishment. Um, I first episode about however many minutes in like 10 minutes in, I think it's like the first actual audition. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause they got to set it up. They got to set up the show. They have know. to set up the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They got, they got to do all that stuff. Um, it's a 15 year old girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, okay. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, if you're good, you're good. I'm fine with yeah. it. Right. And I'm I'm given grace because I remember how I sang at 15, you know, and there's a lot right. of technique and stuff like that. Um, but uh, but she was not awesome, and I didn't like no. her personality. And she sang like waving in the back of her throat, and like, uh-huh. um, I don't I also don't understand when people don't talk with their chin jutted out, but as soon as they start singing, they have to have. Mm-hmm. And they get like, you know, the fat tongue thing. It's just not great. But this is the girl that uh, was born without an ear. Right. 
So she only has 50% of her hearing. And by the way, I said out loud, actually, you have 100% of your hearing. (laughs) You only have 50% of mine. (laughs) Is that a bad thing to say? I mean, because like, I just want to say like, maybe it should be, maybe she should have said, I only have 50% of possible. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She doesn't have an eardrum. It's all aesthetic at this point. So no, she has a hundred percent of her hearing. It just, <laughs> it just isn't as much as what you hear. Don't yeah. sneak up on me on my right side. I won't be able to hear you. <laughs> I mean, listen. It's, it's fair enough. Um, I, I don't have a problem with her not having an ear. I don't have a problem with mm-hmm. the reconstruction. Listen, everybody, every, listen, that's how God made her. And she's she's right. she's doing, and at 15, she's good. And they they thought that she was good enough and could form her enough. She actually made the choir. So She did. She was, her name was Alana, by the way. Uh-huh. And I, at my, at first, I was with you. I was like, I'm not sure how I feel about her. I don't think that she she's too young. She needs she needs more instruction, maybe more a little more molding, a little more mm. experience. However, as soon as I heard that she was deaf in one ear, I'm like, okay, well that makes it a little different because she was okay. I mean, she wasn't bad. It's not that she was a bad singer. She just she wasn't my style. I'm not going to go out of my way to 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 hear her. Yeah. Well, my favorite from from I think all of them, uh, and you probably have names written down. It sounds like you have names written down. Uh, the girl who suffered from social anxiety. Yeah, I believe her name was Lauren. Goodness gracious, you're you're a beast. I love it. Um, when <laughs> I pay attention star- to the names. When when she started singing, I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me see if um You know who actually... else was was that way? What was, uh, that? was Patrick, who is gonna be the choir director. Yes. Who what? started singing opera? No. <laughs> no, that was with a different girl. I don't remember her name. No, he he liked Lauren a lot. In fact, when he was doing his his cam his interview, like individual interview, he talked about how fine she was and how he needed her to stop singing because he didn't want to lust in the church. And I'm like, um, that's awkward. Let's not talk about that. Did you did you see that scene? Did you hear yeah. him say that? Uh, absolutely. Here here she is saying. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, what a Lord. Lord, 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 Lord. Yeah, thank you. You they, good. They just shut her off. Good night, Irene. Like, you don't come here on us like that. Stop singing. You're done. Lauren had to give five notes, and we knew, okay, yeah, that's it right there. She fine. Fine, fine. And can sing, sing. Because so I was like, that's enough. Stop. I don't want to lust in the church. I was like, I don't like that. I, thought, I don't I, like that, Patrick. I, I mean, yeah, that, I can see how that make you feel awkward. I get that. So, but yeah, uh, no, but, she was so, good. She was yeah. good. I liked so, her. What are What are some of your other highlights? Well, I I'll say this: that there were times, and we talked about it a minute ago, that a soloist voice is different from a good choir voice. Yeah. And so I when when I was watching, I wrote down this note. That they are not, I said, they are not as discerning as I would have thought. But later, 
I realized that they're looking for something different. They're yeah. not looking for a standout voice. They want that because they're going to have solos and they're going to ha- they need people who can carry those solos. But what they're looking for is that good gospel foundation voice. Yeah. So I had I had written down they are not as discerning as I would have thought, but I'm taking that back because they were looking for something different than maybe what we would have expected from an American Idol or The Voice, something like that. Yeah, they called them uh, unicorns. Right. And they had a few of those. They they had a handful of those that showed up. So there was a guy um, in the first episode who who auditioned. His name he was I think he was right towards the end. His name was Keith Ball. He was missing an arm, mm-hmm. which, by the way, he lost in a lawnmower accident because they talk about it later in the show. <laughs> and I remember that. And he, let me just say, the voice that came out of him is not what you expected no. to hear. Especially when he was talking about listening to Hee Haw and watching the Hee Haw songs. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said his grandmother heard him singing a Hee Haw song. And I'm like, what were you singing from Hee Haw that like caught her attention? <laughs> but he he was he was very good. Yeah, here, I here he is. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. a lot of control right there. Yeah, so much. Every hour I need thee Oh, bless me now, my Savior. Why are you doing this like that? Why are you doing this like that? When someone can sing a note and make you hear the entire chord progression in that note Mm -hmm. that's different, I'm like, that... I mean, yeah. it, so good. So good. So good. Um, and so, but they're looking for somebody, something different, you know? Yeah. They're, they're just not looking. So when you, if you watch the show and I, listen, I've only, I'm only three episodes in and I totally think that you should go watch the show. It's just for something different. Realize that when you're listening to these singers, cause it took me about an episode and a half to, to realize they're looking for something different. It's not going to be like what you hear yeah. on American Idol. No. It's not going to be be like what you hear on The Voice. They're looking for something different. Well, okay. So I think that Pharrell even like addresses that, right? He talks mm-hmm. about how uh, when he comes in, he starts hearing, by the way, he's wearing a sweatshirt that says, you must be born again. <laughs> I love, I'm like, I want that sweatshirt. Um, and so <laughs> he's listening. It's like, this is what you've been hearing. This is what you're getting. Okay, your score sheets have to be thrown out because now you can't be just listening for are they good. Now we have right. to start thinking what's the choir going to actually be like. Right. And uh and because they're hearing all these good voices and they're like maybe we just have a choir of 300. Let's just knock out all the <laughs> like when when Patrick goes, "Well, you think these are load-bearing walls or <laughs> cuz we're going to have to knock out these walls." Uh get people he's like, you know, bi- 
build the choir and people will come, but they do want to get like the right 75. And so um, they're looking for something that's not just good singing, but also something that, that, that'll do something. Here's, um, yeah. here's a singer that kind of is, I think the star of the show so far, Dan Lee. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, Jesus loves me. Give me a second. Yes, Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible, it tells me so. Jesus loves me. Wow. And she's just crying. Yes, he does. For the yeah. Bible. And by the way, so. yes. Like what they said, what made you so mo- emotional? She said those three words. Jesus yeah. loves me. Like, like they're like, will you stick around and sing for Pharrell? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right. And then she sings at last, which yeah. I was like, come on. Yeah, but I think come she on. did I think she didn't want to have I think she didn't want to break down and cry again in front of Yeah, she didn't want that emotional emotional experience. Yeah. But it it just it felt different. Like yeah. the show from the beginning and and not just because cuz not everybody's saying well, several people saying at last or rise up, right. which are not Christian songs or gospel songs, but it really did feel like uh, the majority of the singers showed up and they were singing songs that came out of a different place. They just came out of a different place than showing up and singing the latest pop hit, you know? Yeah. Um, here, here's Alrenzo. Here's I Need Thee Again. Always. I'm getting ready to go to the piano. I'm getting ready to go. Somebody actually does get up and go to the piano. But I want you to hear what Pharrell actually says about him because it's um it's weird just hearing Pharrell saying this. That's the voice that can sing cancer out of a body. Yeah. One word. One word. Anointed. Yeah. That's Pharrell. He said that's the voice that can sing cancer out of a body. One word. Anointed. Dude. I know. I I just wasn't ready for Pharrell to like bring me Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah, totally. It it totally took me by surprise. I'm I'm not super. Pharrell Williams is not a singer that I'm super familiar with. Obviously, I know his song "Happy." Yeah, and but beyond that, he he's not someone that I have done a lot of research on. But listening to him talk, I'm like he he gets it. He understands what it is. Yeah. So uh, the first three episodes, like I said, are, are essentially just uh, the auditions and decision day. And then you also have, uh, you know, 
I get, I mean, you're just going to hear a lot of, a lot of really good, by the way, each episode is like 30, 40 minutes, right? Yeah. So my, this is my suggestion. Um, I suggest everybody go and watch this, the first three episodes and you don't have to wait like Andrea did. You don't have to stop it at, at, at episode three, watch episode four, five, and six. We're going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to enjoy this one for two weeks. We're, we're going to come back next week yes. after we've watched we're gonna it. We're going to talk about it again. Because, uh, because dang, it is just, it's just, it's so good. It's giving me life right now. Whenever the world is going to, to hell in a handbasket, like to, to be able to have something that is, uh, is positive and uplifting like this. I, I, I'm enjoying it. Any, anything else that you wanted to talk about before we, Move along. Well, let me just say, I am so excited. I cannot wait to hear the choir as a whole. I so know. in episode three, they have they have narrowed it down to the seventy five, and they're already they're doing like these. I don't even know what to call. It's not. It's not. It's not a rehearsal like you would expect, but they're singing a version of of an old song that you're gonna know. And they've done, they've gospel-fied it. Yeah. I don't know how else to say it. And they're doing these step-outs, and I'm like, oh, my word. Like, I just, I cannot wait. Like I said, I had to make myself stop at episode three, because I knew if I listened to episode four, I would want to talk about what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I didn't. I wouldn't let myself. I said, Andre, stop right here. Do not go on, because I cannot wait to hear what the choir sounds like. Yeah. All together. Well, and something to watch for in episode two is when they're sitting there um, and and they hear all the contestants in the hallway worshiping. Stop it. And they so just get, good. what is this? Like, it. this is not, this is not for a record deal. This is not for a competition. This is, let's get together and make something excellent to give to the Most High King. Let's, let's do that. And the idea being, if we give something good, people will come to, and if they can, even if it's just to consume the choir, then they get to stay and hear the message. And they said, Bishop, when this choir sings, you'll, you won't even have to preach. (laughs) And, and that's, uh, that, that's something to look forward to. So this, uh, this show is awesome. It's, uh, it's definitely, uh, for me this week. Andrea, what is your not for me this week? Well, I actually have a for me as well. I, okay. Let me talk about, let me talk about this group for a second. So I have seen them shared on Instagram stories a couple of times in the last I don't, two or three weeks, probably. Somebody had shared, different people that I follow had shared them. And I hadn't ever taken the time to listen. And this week, I clicked on the IGTV video and I listened to this group called Infinity Song. And they are five siblings. Uh, three sisters, two brothers who who just sing. One of the sisters, her name is Victory, is a co-owner or an artist in residence, something at a at a studio called the Secret Place Studios. And they, in this quarantine time, they have been doing covers of songs. And let me tell you, I just, I, I, I love it. I love, I've binged on all of their IGTV videos, all of their covers that they've done. The one that I sent you, they did a cover of I'll Be There by the Jackson 5. 
And all five of them have such different tones. And yet when they sing together, when they harmonize, there is something that happens, which sibling harmonies are the best harmonies. Just don't even at me right now because they just are. I mean, listen. Agree. Those sibling harmonies are legit. So that's Infinity Song. Infinity Song. They have a new EP that just dropped on on Spotify of all original songs. These videos on Instagram and on Facebook are not produced. Like they just, they just sit down with, uh, they're, they're probably even just using an iPhone camera and microphone. Yeah. So if you are an audio, I made the mistake of, of letting my brother listen to him this week and all he was like, Oh, let me pick a better microphone for you. And I'm like, okay, Fawn, stop. stop. But <laughs> they're, they're just so good. And this in the month of December, they are doing a special where at the, at the Secret Place studio that that they're, the sister who's playing the acoustic guitar there, Victory, is, again, she's an artist there. They are doing virtual concerts every Wednesday in December. And they're like, for 10 bucks, you can watch the concert and have access to it for 24 hours. They... These five siblings have sung on Kanye West Sunday's choir, Sunday choir. Nice. Um, In fact, the the sister that's wearing the glasses, her name is Momo. And I think she wrote an original song that they performed one one Sunday with the choir. So I'm just telling you, they are, they're just fantastic. There's something about them. When I listen to their songs, when I listen to their covers, I went and followed them on Spotify they're just they're just so good. They're just so good. And they they did a cover of Higher Love by Steve Winwood that I love. They did Earth, Wind and Fire September. Anyway, I'm just telling you Infinity Song, go look them up on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify. Give them a listen. Um find their studio, uh the Secret Place Studios. Listen to their virtual concerts this month. <laughs> Are you laughing at me? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Because your eyes are closed and you're kind of sleepy and you're you're repeating yourself a lot. I'm making this very hard for you tomorrow. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I've got like one day to edit this. (laughs) We got to put up Christmas decorations. Put a button on it. Let's go. Oh, anyway. Yeah. So y'all go listen to Infinity Song. They are for me this week. I love them. I'm going to listen to them again tonight before I go to sleep. There you go. You're welcome. I know you're going to appreciate it. (laughs) Awesome. Let's wrap it up. Well, (laughs) thanks for asking. My not for me this week is... Well, you already did it for me, so I didn't ask. No, I was just saying that like the show is for me, but I do have a not for me. What's Um, your not for me? Tell me. 
Tell me okay. about it. Okay. My nod for me is um, apparently all of the email mailing lists that I'm on that I didn't know that I was on until Black Friday came. Um, where did all these emails come from? And also, like, what? Stop it. Stop it. Emails and text messages nonstop for the last two days. All, all I've been doing, like, when I sat down to watch these three episodes, it was a mixture of watching the television and going through and unsubscribing from emails. <laughs> like... I just I just budgeted some time and let's get it done. Uh, so that Do is what's not for me. I understand that they want me to buy from them on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. I completely understand. Um, but uh, I'm just going to do what everybody else does and wait till the last minute and go to Walmart. Speaking of. <laughs> oh, no, not the beast. Not the beast. Ah! Walmart now requires all shoppers to wear pants in a move that's being called unprecedented tyranny walmart is now requiring all shoppers to wear pants in their stores americans everywhere slammed walmart for the move saying it amounted to infringement on our constitutional rights i thought this was america said one man as a greeter asked him to please put on some sweatpants or something before coming into the store it is my constitutional right to go into Walmart and shop for random stuff at 3 a.m. wearing nothing but some boxers and a giant Tweety Bird t-shirt I got in the 80s. Look, we don't think it's too much to ask, said a Walmart salesperson. Just throw on some sweats, pajama bottoms, wear whatever. This is for the health and mental safety of our employees. For the love of God, take a shower once in a while, you know? Uh, by the way... Uh, Shirts oh, will man. remain optional. Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! Um, yeah. Andrea, that's a show. It is. Uh, we would love to wow. hear your thoughts and opinions on any of the things we've talked about today. Our, our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. And also, They're totally not. They do not represent the thoughts and opinions of any uh, organization that we may be associated with, uh, church or business wise. Yeah. <laughs> we have to say that at every show, just so you now know. Now we do. Um, yeah, we sure do. <laughs> sure enough. Um, don't forget to like, follow, and comment on all the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on. Several of the things, not all of the things. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> Schnarfle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you can, uh, and every, for every comment that you leave on Apple Podcasts, we will give a dollar to a local charity or ministry. We we really would love for you guys to share the yeah, show with somebody. Absolutely. And 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 let them know. You know, uh, we're not doing all the controversial stuff anymore. We're we've no, moved we're past, past that, that season. We've moved past it. We're on to fun stuff again. It's great. I love it's these shows fantastic. so much more. Just it makes remember. My, edi- my editing job is so much easier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Totally. Totally. You don't have to use that uh, that that music so much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like there's a lot of the that other music. episodes. There, there's lots of just minutes lost. Like they're on the cutting room floor. They're, like just deleted them from, from ever you being around. You will never hear them. New. <laughs> what we shared was bad enough. You don't want to hear what we didn't share. This is correct. Um, <laughs> Remember, the greatest compliment that you could give us is to tell a friend to listen to this episode or another one, and then subscribe for next week, because we'll be back. We gotta f- we have to finish talking about Voices of Fire. We have to finish Voices of Fire Part 2, um, and, and so absolutely, we will be back next week. And until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And uh, this is Dropping Sunday. <laughs>